0: So the big question is this, how are small firm owners like us who are young, not part of the good old boys club, and didn't inherit a ton of money, how do we run and market our firms in a way that helps us get our name, brand, and things that we believe in out to the world and our target audience? How do we do all of that and still remain profitable? These are the questions, and this podcast is my journey to answer these questions. My name is Ryan Shinnevere, and welcome to Attorney Ryan Speaks Gibberish. Quickly, um, on this episode, we're going to talk about uh, tort reform that's being pushed in Louisiana. One of the major um, influences is... Oh, well, of course, the, the insurance industry and the business um, industry, but uh, w- what they're trying to accomplish is to have a better climate for businesses in Louisiana at the expense of Louisiana consumers. And as an um, injury attorney, you know we get to see firsthand what businesses do um, and, and don't do in, in regard to safety uh, in exchange for profits. And so our main goal is to hold them accountable and make sure that, you know, they're not looking at just their profits. They're, they're looking at safety for their workers, for uh, our community here in Louisiana. Um, and, and so what the, uh, the reform platform is, is to extend the uh, prescription time from one year to two year two years, which is um, completely acceptable to, to most of us. We think one year is absolutely absolutely absurd, and we may not have as many lawsuits because of it. Um, things may settle beforehand, and we won't need to file that lawsuit. Um, that's a possibility. Now, will insurance companies take advantage of that probably and then you know continue to offer low amounts hoping that you just stretch it out and not file a lawsuit for two years possibly so we've got that that angle um the the second angle is um there's a a bar against stating whether or not somebody had a seat belt on and whether or not that seat belt is uh contributed to their their injuries and so right now, you can't mention that in a trial. I'm kind of torn on this one. Um, you know, obviously it benefits my client if they're not wearing a seatbelt and they get injured. Um, but as a, you know, as a law, you're breaking the law on, in that respect. And if you get injured because of it, and it's and it's and you're able to detail exactly the exacerbation of that injury I think it's relevant Uh, I don't think it's more prejudicial and so I would I'd like to give some discretion to the judges on on that I I think it it could potentially be relevant if the defense can prove that an individual was injured more because they were not wearing a seatbelt Now, if they can't, then I don't think it's relevant, and I think it needs to be held out. And so there there does need to be some type of gray area there um, and and give some discretion to the judges. Uh, The the next issue is the um, jury threshold. Currently, Louisiana's got the highest jury threshold of $50,000, meaning a judge is able to handle any case that the parties think is worth up to $50,000. The next highest, I believe, is twenty thousand. It might be fifteen thousand, and so we are more than double the the national average for sure, um, but also double the the second highest. Again, does this benefit my client? I don't know because some judges are incredibly conservative. Some are incredibly, you know, liberal. So sometimes it may, sometimes it may not. Um, I think there could be a compromise there. I'm very comfortable with a, uh, a jury threshold of around 25000 You know, we'll just cut hours in half. Um, even, well, you know, to be honest with you, city court has a $35,000 uh, threshold. And so if we wanted to keep it consistent, we could cut it down to $35,000. Um, that's considered a small claim. And with, the cost of repairs on vehicles, the, the cost of medicine growing. I think 35000 you know, would, would be a good compromise. Um, and, you know, anything above that would need to be, you know, determined by a jury. The problem is that lowering it more than that would say, look, every basically every case gets tried by a jury. And the cost of that and the time that we would cost Louisiana citizens is just absurd, and and so the that, that's the insurance industry's hope is that, hey, every case is going to have to be tried by a jury, and these juries are going to start to get pissed off, and if they're pissed off, then they're not going to award money, and so we save money. That's their reasoning, and, and to be honest with you, case, most cases— don't get above that35 to fifty thousand dollar mark and so that's why we should allow judges to determine that it's not because we're allowing frivolous lawsuits to go through it's you know quite the opposite judges don't want lawsuits and so if they can't throw them out or toss them out they will the fact that we're allowing judges to say hey yeah let us try these cases for, for this small amount so we don't have to burden the jury and burden, burden the court's docket. That, that's judicial efficiency. That ju- It just makes a whole lot of sense. Uh, the, the last one and the most controversial one is what we consider uh, collateral source. And that's if you pay for your own health insurance, you pay your premium for, for that health insurance, you get in an accident and you use that health insurance to pay for your medical treatment. When you go in front of a, a judge or a jury, what the defense bar and the, the business side and, and the, the insurance companies want to prevent you from doing is showing what the actual costs of your medical bills are. And so, say your your actual medical bills cost $10,000, but your health insurance only paid $2,000. They want you to not be able to show that your actual cost was 10000 but that your, your medical bills were only at the 2000 Now, in comparison, same person, same injuries, your passenger doesn't have health insurance, didn't pay years and years of health insurance premiums of over $1,000 a month, um, and they've got a cash price of $10,000. Well, now they get to show the judge and the jury that their medical bills were $10,000. And so if you just think about it logically, if you're sitting on a jury and you say, okay, this person's got $10,000 in medical bills, and this person has $2,000 in medical bills. Remember, it's the exact same injuries, the exact same treatment, just one had been paying for health insurance for years and years and years. And so their, their patrimony is much less with this person that hasn't been paying for health insurance or their premiums, now their medical bills are ten thousand. They're gonna say, "Oh, well, that person that has ten thousand dollars in medical bills was injured more, and so their pain and suffering is more." And so there's there's a conflict there that is just not right. Now, could there be? I I don't know if there's a compromise there because the. It's just, it's logically, you know, people that are seeing the the amounts are going to judge it differently. Um, I think you have to show the actual cost of what it is. Now, can you say, yes, this person also had health insurance? I think that's fine. But you have to say, look, the actual cost of these medical bills are $10,000. Luckily, they did have health insurance, but we can't let the other person off the hook because they cause that much in damage. Now, these doctors in, in the hospitals, you know, perform these services, and if it was the cash price, it would have been this much. And so the, the person that caused the injury or the negligence is now benefiting, which is what we want to avoid, right? The whole purpose of our justice system and the, the civil side is to... Uh, deter actions, right? And so that's why um, we don't have eye for an eye justice. You know, you you injure my arm, I can't go injure your arm. The the compensatory justice is incredibly merciful because we're saying, look, instead of us going and injuring your arm, we're just going to make you pay for your harm. But just because the person that you injured had health insurance, you don't get to benefit off of that. That doesn't help deter anything. And so that that's where the conflict is. Uh, obviously, the insurance companies would benefit if you are, you know, benefiting from that. So they want that. But the true meaning behind being injured and, and recovering for those injuries is to have a complete whole justice, a complete whole claim. And so not allowing them to show their actual damages, I think is, is just injustice, should not be allowed. So um, this was a long podcast um, and I'm currently tired, but wanted to put that one out there on my thoughts of Louisiana's uh, push for, for tort reform. the lobbies uh, push for tort reform. I'm not a big proponent. I think there's compromise there. I think there's a lot of common sense that we can come to and and get it figured out, uh, which is probably inevitable. But um, making uh, sweeping changes that affect the consumers of Louisiana is just not the way to go. And, you know, I know the business side is riding a wave and, and I, I, you know, they're going to make some moves here. Um, I just hope that we can get Louisiana citizens on board and, and show, look, we can't let businesses run us. We, we need to be the ones in control. So we'll see what happens. Uh, until next time. Thanks. Thanks for joining me today. Remember, you can follow me on any social media platform, Facebook, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, TikTok, uh, search for attorney.ryan or just attorneyryan. I'd be happy to connect with you. If you'd like to hear more about the show, obviously subscribe, send a review, but also feel free to give me a text 225-939-8549. Thank you. You guys mean the world to me.